Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Have you been through a divorce in the U.S. courts? No, ma'am. Do you plan to be through a divorce in the U.S.? We're not legally married, Your Honor. Ah. This is the plaintiff, Dwayne Kamina. He says the defendant is his wife. And ever since she met the co-defendant, she's been poisoning her with untruths. And they're going through a very difficult time. Basically, she got a restraining order against him. They took all his belongings out of the house they once shared together. Now he's out, big time. Bottom line, he's suing them both today here for the $6,858.20 he's owed. These are the defendants, Nawal Muhammad and Tibet Witzel. Nawal says she decided to leave the plaintiff and he became enraged and tried to strangle her in a parking lot in Atlantic City, New Jersey. She got a restraining order against him and went to the house they shared and removed her belongings. The plaintiff is rip-roaring mad she left him. He's claiming the belongings she took were his, which they weren't, and she owes nothing. As far as Tibet goes, she has no idea why she's being sued, too. They're accused of stealing. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, Dwayne Kwamina, you are suing Nawal Muhammad? Yes. And Tibet Sherwitzel? Yes. Close, did I get it? Very good. Okay. For $6,858.20 in stolen items that you say the two of them stole from you and won't return. Tell me what's going on. Uh, yes, Your Honor. On March 27, 2017, I was uh, called on my cell phone by the Pensacola Police Department, and they said that um, I had a restraining order taken out against me. Who had I, taken the restraining order out? Uh, Noel uh, Muhammad. And what is her relationship to you? Uh, she is my ex-wife. Are you already divorced? No, ma'am. Okay, so she is your soon-to-be ex-wife, but you're 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 still legally married. Uh, according to Islamic law. When you're apart six months, you're divorced. 
Have you been through a divorce in the U.S. courts? No, ma'am. Do you plan to be through a divorce in the U.S. We're not courts? legally married, Your Honor. Ah, okay. And can you educate me? According to Islamic law, what um, happens to make you legally married? Uh, you go to the imam and you have a ceremony. Did that happen with the two of you? Yes. So tell me, tell me what happened. Why was there, had you two been fighting? Uh, no, we had not been fighting okay. um, on that particular day in question. Um, was she still went. living with you at that time? No, she was out. Uh, How long the, had she not been living with you? Six months. By the time she got the restraining order? Yes. Okay, so go on. And uh, so I got the call from the Pennsylvania Police Department saying that there was a restraining order uh, taken out against me and I wasn't to return to the house. And I'm like, restraining order for what? And they kind of explained it to me. So I she hadn't been living at the house where you were told by the restraining order not to go back to? Yes, that's correct. Where were you living at that time? I was currently actually living there. I was attending school at the University of Pennsylvania. My daughters were still living in the household, attending school. So I was back and forth into the city, coming back home. Back and forth into what city? Because I was going into Philadelphia to attend the college, and I would come back into Jersey. Okay, so when would you stay at the house in Jersey? During the week. Would you stay yes. there with him in the same room? Or no, in a different... we slept in different rooms on separate parts of the house and had separate bathrooms. And how long had that situation been going on? It had been going on for several years. For several years? Okay, who else lives in, in the separate house? Rooms. My mother, it's my mother's house. She's the owner. Okay, Your Honor. and then the, you have two children? Yes, Your Honor. How old are the children? Six and 12, Your Honor. Okay, and are they both his? No, Your Honor. Are either of them his? The youngest daughter is his. So you get the restraining order. You're surprised. Do you reach out to her? No, because they told me do not. Right, exactly. <laughs> that was a trick question. All right, so uh -huh. now you don't reach out to her. Then you go, what she got is something that I think surprised you that nobody heard your side and she got, it's called a temporary restraining order. Yes. So in order to give people an opportunity who feel that they're in imminent danger, we have a procedure in place in every state in the country where you can go and you say, I'm afraid for my life, here's why. Can you give me a temporary order? And then yes, there's a full-blown hearing where both sides get heard, yes. and then the judge decides whether to make the temporary a permanent. Yes, All right, so let's talk about that. You, you end up at the, permanent, at the permanent hearing to see if it's gonna become permanent mm -hmm. or if it's gonna evaporate, and what happens? At the permanent hearing, the judge uh, ruled in her favor and he issued a, a permanent restraining order. Except the judge took out one very critical part, which is the part that keeps you out of that home. She uh, told him on the tape she does not live there. and um, Told him what? Told him, told him in the courtroom that she okay. did not live there, and he removed the uh, restraining order from All going right, to the house. Now, you have a theory that the reason she got a restraining order against you was to get you out of the house for her to be able to go in and steal all this stuff. Yeah. Who owns this stuff? I do. Uh, how can you prove that you own it? Uh, I got receipts and... May I, I... see the receipts? Uh, yes, ma'am. All right, and now let me hear from you. Uh, what day... I don't think you deny that you went in there and took all the equipment. Yes, my music equipment that I use to do my shows and productions. What kind of shows and productions? I'm a singer, songwriter, entertainer, which the, uh, he helped me to produce a CD and he invested money into my career during the relationship. How, why do you say it's your stuff? Because you use it a lot? 
Well, when he bought it, we were together, and he bought it for Yeah, no, nobody to... plans on being apart, but then okay. things happen, right? Yes, you're Why right. Why are you guys apart? Because he was insecure and controlling and abusive. Physically? Physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You think that... Uh, what's your name? Tibet. And that's why Tibet is in this lawsuit, because you think Tibet has an influence over her. Uh, she does. And also because she was the car that took the equipment away. She drove the vehicle. What's the relationship between you two? We're friends. Friends or girlfriends? She's my girlfriend. Okay. All right. Did you drive her to that house? Yes. Are you the one that came up with the idea about the restraining order? No, she's had she had two restraining orders. Before uh, this? She she's she had two restraining orders. She had the first one in November of last year to take out on her ex because he physically hit her when she came out the shower. Her mother forced her to drop that first restraining order. When she told me that he and hit your her. Your mother still lives like still lets him live in the house? Yes. Yes, Your Honor. They have a pretty good relationship, I guess? Yes, Your Honor. Do you have a good relationship with your mother? I guess it's good. I was with her for 38 years, but when she did that, I had to just... I don't know what's going on with her. Because you, you didn't... Ex what, what, when I you didn't say when she did that, did what? When she kept him in the house, knowing I had a full restraining order, and she's my mother, yeah. I would have thought that she would let him go. All right, who went over to that house and took the equipment? The two of you? I gave her a ride to pick up... It's not just equipment, it's a computer which her daughters use and watch. Um, so it's the, a, a laptop computer. Yes. A uh, Bose PA system, a Karma workstation keyboard. That's the big ticket item. You had previously said that was worth two thousand. Why did you say today it's worth three thousand two hundred and six? Actually, Your Honor, I had to re-search re, uh, the receipt. I called um, uh, Sam Ash. They found the receipt. I paid eighteen hundred and nine dollars for it. So then, why are you suing for three thousand two hundred and six dollars and twenty? Because they don't make the core Karma anymore. It's a workstation. And the replacement keyboard is the Cronus, and I, they put Yeah, but it... you don't get to upgrade in a lawsuit. A lawsuit is about making you whole. Okay. Assuming I were to decide this was your stuff and she mm -hmm. had no right to take it, then what you would be entitled to is the depreciated value of the item that you actually lost. Do you okay. have receipts for any of these things you said you yes, did? Yes, I have them in there. And I also did that. I gave the replacement cost and also gave the actual cost. How long ago was that stuff purchased? Both PA system. Actually, the keyboard was purchased yeah, about almost 10, 11 years ago. How long were you together? This is the computer. I was with him for about, you could say, eight years, seven to eight years. Sony PA. And so and he had that stuff before? No, he only had the keyboard before. He bought so the keyboard So then where do you get off taking the keyboard if he owned it before you met him? I don't get what because you're saying. Because he gave it to me to use for my music. Except for that he uses it too, right? And he, he it's his, used... and he let you use it for, his mu for your music. Yes. But... It's not like he said, here, take everything I have from now on, and if we ever separate, you get it all. I mean, that's not usually what people who are in either a marriage or a girlfriend-boyfriend situation are thinking. You're talking about an item that he owned before you walked in, and you took that and everything else. We'll talk about everything else. So I'm looking for more receipts from what you handed my bailiff. I gave you uh, QVC. That was for the laptop. And the laptop was purchased when? Uh, don't don't have the date. Fourteen. Uh, yeah. Order date May, fourteen. Mm -hmm. And it's in his name. And why did you take that? His child. Well, his daughters use it. 
Did you buy this computer for them to use? That's and my, you just don't want her to have it, but you do want the kids to have it? That is my home work computer. Has all my stuff on it. I bought them tablets for the children to use beautiful tablets that they can use to get anything they want on the internet. That is not true, Yana. Bose PA system. Do you have a receipt for that? Yes. And that's from 2011. Samsung's cell phone. Whose cell phone was it? My cell phone, ma'am. You meaning the only one that you have that you use all the time? It was, it was a phone that I got for my general contracting uh, work. Did you take his, his contracting work cell phone? The true, the phone doesn't even work. He couldn't even keep Why his cell phone Why did you take on. that phone? Because all of my contacts that I need are in there. And Why he are your contacts in there if it's his phone? It's not his phone? Who used that phone when it did work? He used it, and sometimes he used my phones as well. Okay, we but you never phones. used that phone, so why did you take it? Because I needed it for a SIM card to keep my phone on. Wow. Why don't you just go get a SIM card? Because he stopped giving me money to take care of my kids, and he was taking care of me for all of them years. And we used each other's phones like that. But how about the wireless speaker system that he's talking about? I used that. He bought that for me. When we got together, he took me there. He says, I want to buy you this bowl system for you to rehearse for uh, your music. And um, he invested in my music career. And he made it seem to me that that was a part of it. He was giving it to Where me. Are the, where's the receipt for the wireless speaker system? Uh, I couldn't find the receipt, Your Honor. Um, have you both folks been to family court? The first court we went to was family court when I got the restraining no, order. No, I'm talking about with the kids in custody and all that. They did everything in at the court. Oh, they did do yes. it? Yes. I okay. have full custody, Your Honor. All right. Does he have visitation? Only with the third party, which I don't have yet. Because the, the judge said whenever I feel comfortable that if I get a third party, which is when, that's how the judge left it. Whenever you feel comfortable. Yes, he says whenever I feel comfortable. Vis-a-vis uh, -vis the the safety of the children, is that it? Is that what you mean? Because of the fact that my mother would have to be the middleman, and me and her are not on the best of see, terms. See, that's what I see the restraining order saying that yes. it's visitation, uh, you know, through a supervised party being your mother. Right. So you've changed your mind on who the supervised party is, and he can't provide another supervising party, and and the judge isn't staying there and making you two find one. So he just hasn't seen his kid in how long? Since March 20. But why, why don't you put your big boy pants on and go to the court and demand to see your kid? Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. Okay, I'm gonna play Sigmund Freud. Why is it that people who get dumped? Often, the emotion is to seek revenge. Why? I think that their first uh, inclination is revenge. But why? Why revenge? Yeah. Hurt people hurt people. But why do hurt people hurt people? I don't understand it. Why do people who are hurt want to hurt back? Because they feel wronged and they want to get they want to you know get back at the person that uh, you know cheated on them or. Here's the deal. We are, we are not going to figure this out right now. <laughs> Okay, going inside the courtroom. So what is this about like, feeling comfortable? That's what I'm not understanding. They don't want to see him. They're terrified to see him. They Did told he ever me they touch them? Did he ever yes, hit he them? Yes, he Yes, Your Honor. Do you have a prospective court date? Like, is there a hearing date set? No, Your Honor. Well, there's not going to be until you get off your, your, your and, hiney and go and find one. None of one. that is true. I, just, I, I'm not, I don't care. You, you guys don't, don't understand me. I don't really care about either one of you. I care about the child. 
who is six and is only hearing one side of things and then will grow up one day wondering where her dad was and why her dad didn't bother to fight for her. So if all that's not true and you're the father of the year, mm -hmm. then I expect to see you yes. ask for a hearing date so that you can force the issue of visitation. Because that, if you don't, then that's why you're not seeing your kid. I've been to the court. I'm already in process. Okay, that's what I want to know. I yeah. want to know that you're doing something yes. on behalf of your child. Absolutely. Because that's who I'm talking about right mm -hmm. now. Now let's talk about all this equipment. Did you bring any of the items to court today? No, Your Honor. Not even the Samsung with the contacts? The phone is at the house. He can have it. Do you have your own laptop? Did you, would you use your own laptop computer? I have to use a laptop for school, but my school provides the desktop computer at the office. My daughter's Are use that computer. Are you still in school now? Yes, ma'am. You're at UPenn? Yes, ma'am. What are you studying? I'm studying pharmacology and music business. I am going to rule in your favor on um, certain items and rule, first of all, on the Karma Workstation. You can get one of those for $549. That was entirely your product before you guys even met. I am awarding you $549 on that. I have also obtained the fair market values of the Bose PA system, and the fair market value is about 400. That's an item that you bought uh, together as man and wife, and I am awarding you half of that one. The Dell computer, it sounds pretty clear that that was your computer, and I'm going to award you the full fair market value of it now. Uh, which is $320. Um, the Samsung cell phone, I'm going to order you to return and we'll make arrangements with Officer McIntosh because really the value of that are the contacts that are inside, so I imagine that's what you prefer. As for the wireless system that you have no receipt for and that she says was a gift, nothing. So I do find in your favor in the following amount, $1,069 plus you will return the Samsung phone. Yes, sure. That is my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. So the plaintiff prevails. He doesn't get nearly what he was seeking. You know, your collar's been turned up the whole case. Thank uh, you. That's a little Thank bit better. Um, what's your reaction to the, to the outcome of this? This is some hell of a dispute you've got going on. It's a, it's a good outcome. Okay, very good. You know, I did want to ask you one thing. You're studying pharmacology and music. That's kind of an interesting combination. You can be well, a pharmacist if the music doesn't work out? Yes, I'll have something to fall back on. <laughs> All right. All right, thank you very much. Thank okay, you. thank you. Case is over. You must yeah. sign some documents out there. You know, you were seeking almost $7,000. You didn't get anywhere near that. How do you feel about it? Um, well, I don't feel good about the uh, amount of the judgment. I think... I mean, the workstation, you can't get it anymore. The replacement cost is way higher. Um, you know, the real thing here is the relationship in this family and the kids and everything else. You know, the judge wants you to do what you can to fight for your kids. Yes. Are you, are you doing that? I you am. Can you do it? I am. I'm in court now. I've, I've, I'm waiting for the court to give me a court date, and we'll take care of that. Just a mess, at that time. It? It's life. It's life. It's life, yes. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yes. Sir. I'm sorry about it, but thank you very much. Thank okay? You, sir. Mm -hmm. That's the judge's verdict. You're going to have to live with it. Harvey, tragic case. Look, Doug, I mean, these people clearly don't get along, but they have kids, and they have to figure out how to put those bad emotions aside for the benefit of the kids, because if they don't, the kids are going to resent them when they grow up. And that will do it for this case of litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the plaintiff, Latasha Bannister. She says she rented an apartment to the defendant, and let's just say things didn't work out. She ultimately had to start eviction proceedings on her. The vindictive woman's intentionally damaging the place. And if that isn't bad enough, the woman's unruly daughter punched her. In all her years, she's never had the displeasure of coming across such a malicious person. The woman knows how to game the system to avoid her eviction, and she's here asking for this court's help to recoup the $4,450 she's currently out. This is the defendant, Maria Hennigan. She says the plaintiff's whole demeanor changed overnight when she started her catering business. Who knows, maybe she's jealous of her success. The woman has turned into a real hothead. She didn't cause any damage to the apartment, and if anyone's owed money here, it's certainly not the plaintiff. She's accused of being a vindictive tenant. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $5,000 for lost catering jobs and harassment. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff rented to the defendant and the woman intentionally damaged the place and her daughter even punched her. But the defendant says this is all about jealousy because she became a successful caterer. It's the case of I don't cater to you anymore. Thank you, Douglas. Latasha Bannister? Yes. You are suing your tenant. She's presently your tenant still? Yes. Are you uh, Maria Han Hennigan? Hennigan, yes. Okay. You're suing her for $4,450 for roof repair, floor repair, and inspection costs that you think she should pay. Yes. You have a counterclaim against her for five grand for harassment and losing wages. And, uh, here's the thing. I'm wondering, why is she still living there? Why are you... What is it you've been doing? You've been taking her to eviction court, then she pays you, then you drop it? No, I've never dropped it. I've taken her to court to, uh, for the judgment. I put the judgment in. What she does is she'll say she has um, things that need to be fixed. Every time we go, so she'll So you have one off. court case that just keeps getting continued right, and continued? Right, she keeps it open. Well, Is she under a lease? No, she has no lease. I just then put all in a you've got to do is say I your lease is terminated. I put in a hold that's been tagged to her door. On um, this month, the beginning of this month. Okay, so you did, you figured right. it out, right? Yes, right. That exactly. it's your place, and if you don't yes. want her there because you think she's, right. I'm not passing judgment on whether Absolutely. you're sabotaging. Yes. I'll get to you in a minute. But if you think somebody is is destroying your property vindictively, yes. and they don't have a lease, you know, you get to have them out. That's yes. how it works. It takes a little effort, yes. but you get to have them out. You don't have to live like this now. Right. According to you, you rent to her and her fiance. Uh, several years ago. What, three years you've been there? 
December 14th. The and um, everything's fine while the fiance's there, then yes. the fiance and she break up, and what happens? Once I stop seeing him, um, then at that point, you know, her rent began to be laid, you know, every now and then, things that sort. Now, you uh, installed DirecTV? Yes. And you had them put a dish on her roof? Yes. What are you thinking? You don't have the right to pierce her roof for your DirecTV. So did it get taken down? Yes, I had to get. I had to hire someone to take it down. Who charged me to take it down? Who what did that person charge you? Well, he didn't. He just charged me one whole fee was three hundred dollars to do everything. To he do everything, down, which means to take down. Took it, right, he took it down and patched the roof. Patched, right, exactly. He, right. Um, and why wasn't that good enough? Because you've come here and you're suing for eighteen fifty more. To, you're suing for the three hundred that he charged right. you, but you're also suing for another eighteen fifty to replace half of the roof. Why? Why didn't the patch Be job work? Because it should. what happened is I had a brand new roof previous to this, and yeah. everyone always says when you patch a roof, it, it begin, you can't patch Have you roof, seen any? Begins. Yeah, you can patch roofs. You, oh, can, well. you can repair roofs. Okay. It can happen. Okay. Now, it's got to be a good repair, right. but do you have but any evidence that it right. didn't hold up or something? Well, do I have good evidence? That, do you no, have any evidence I, I, that the patch didn't work? I, can't, I don't have any good evidence because she doesn't let me one up, but you can't go up in her apartment. Okay. And then she started calling 311, so... <laughs> All right, when does she start calling 311 on you? After I put the papers into court um, for her to be, um, for the judgment, and she knew eviction was coming next. Okay. This is the first So one. now she calls 311, and at some point they come over and they inspect the hotness or lack thereof of the water. Right, the, correct. Right, and they fine you. Right, exactly. Okay, and you're suing her to pay your fine? Because the young lady's son told me that she said she was going to run the water and let it be cooler so I can get the summons. That's why. But I know hearsay doesn't matter. You never in said court. that in your complaint. What you said is too many people were taking a shower. What's going on? She says you're destroying the place out of vindictiveness because she's taking you to court. Magically, 311 now has to be involved in everything as soon as she took you to court for non payment. I only made the complaint, as my witness can attest to, after multiple, multiple attempts and multiple conversations. What was your complaint about the hotness uh, the, of the, the water? The consistency of the heat and the hot water, the pressure, okay. the smell emanating from. I'm not certain if it's the radiators or the pipes or which entity it's coming from exactly, but there's a Tell very strong odor coming from within my apartment. And um, I, she told me on about three occasions that she would bring me a solvent to put down the drain. That never occurred. Now, How would you I make your complaints? To... Through text? Most of my complaints were by phone. There were a few through text. Everything's in Everything there as well. I see one in December 14th morning. There hasn't been hot water since yesterday. It's freezing here. The pipe smells getting worse no matter what solvent I use. And there's no response from her? I called. Okay. That's not true. Well, see, that's why I'm you want to text. I'm going to tell you the stuff that I purchased for her. When you look at the documentation right there of all the summons that she had um, gotten me, she left the gas in the previous tenant's name, ran it up to over three grand, and called 311 and told them I shut her gas off. They fined me for $250 two okay, times. I need you to prove what okay. you just said. I gave it to you. There it is right there. Hold on. Did that happen? Did it remain in the prior tenant's name? No, it did not, Your Honor. Show me proof that the bill was in the other tenant's name. That's it right there. You're going to no, see the name No, I'm, I'm... Where? Oh. That's what, right? Where? They have the address Who's there. Who's Caroline? The previous tenant. I had to call her and tell her what this young lady did to her. It wasn't her name. Yes. It was in... Her name still on in January 25th of 2017. You absolutely did that. I That's did not thievery. Call. Okay. You left it in the prior tenant's name, racked it up, then it gets turned yeah, off. Please speak. And then you call and complain that your landlord turned it off? 
That is not a Get show me not proof a of you paying a single bill from 2014 to 2017. So by scamming the system and leaving the gas in the prior tenant's name for three years, is that a crime? Yeah, you're basically stealing their uh, their money right there. Is that? I mean, is that classic stealing because it's just kind of not taking action to change not the... doing the right thing or stealing someone else's cable. Fair enough. Yeah, dishonesty. That's a crime. So you steal somebody's cable and it's a crime too, huh? I'd say so. Anybody here want to run? <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. I never claimed to have paid a bill. I could not gain gas so services never, in my... So you never paid a bill in three years. The rest of us mere mortals have to pay bills. When when, when when an owner does not do what is supposed to be done with the building, National Grid can only give you a prospective account, which means they won't charge you. But there is proof that you called to have an account put into your name. I informed Show Latasha... Me that. You I have Show me that. Stop. Show I me that. Prove what you're saying. I had to subpoena it, and because I did not have the $15 so for the subpoena, I was okay. not able to get All it. All right. Let's talk about the hardwood floors. According to okay. you, she's damaged. You're also suing for $1,800 because according to you, she's deliberately damaging the hardwood floors. Do you have pictures uh, of wood I floors? I have videos Hand well. them over. She, she told now, them. what I would like to know about is how did this happen to the wood floors? There's like, I mean, there's some pretty vicious scratches some there. Some groves, yeah. Because you haven't moved out, so I'm wondering how all those scratches happened. They were there when I moved in. Right here, look right here, and when you, when, when you see the couch move, you're gonna see the fresh scratches. Show her this one right here with the radiator is, and she'll see the fresh scratches. But she, she constantly changes the furniture around. You see where the couch is? And look, you can see they're fresh scratches. Oh, I can also right. see that the so radiator's been pulled away from the wall. It's not from right. The she way. moves the furniture around and she scratches it up. Are you moving the couch back and forth? Yes, but as Why you see, though? all of my furniture has a flat bottom. Every single piece of furniture that I have has a flat bottom. It cannot scratch. It's fresh scratch. It cannot scratch. I actually have video how did the, of How that, did this happen that. back here? How did all this happen? This, the white that you see along that wall there is actually the radiator separated from the wall. Now, if the, you look, yes, if you look at the picture... something separated the radiator from the wall. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. the fact that she didn't put the proper screws into the wall, nor did she put the, uh, the, the plastic piece that holds the nails in, she didn't put that in there either. It's simply okay. a, a screw into that against the wall. Okay, I got it. You have a counterclaim against her for five grand. 2,335 for lost wages for four catering events. That I had to cancel. I couldn't. You had to cancel. It. Yeah. And why is that her fault? Because I cannot work if I'm okay. If I am not running around being intimidated and consistently pressed to leave my apartment or to go back to court and do and, and, and report something that was already supposed to be fixed before we even went to court when we were with HPD. When I made the complaints with HPD, they were supposed to be fixed, and they weren't. I have to take okay. time. Every time that I have to take okay. off, Stop I'm talking losing money. Again. No, the answer's no. I work so every no, single no. day. I don't care how many days you take off because if you're I stressed. I have to take off because Get out of my courtroom. Get out of my courtroom now. Out. Turn around. Walk out. I'm not going to sit here and scream over you and get a hoarse throat. Out. Grab your stuff on me now. Then right to the First left. of all, when you patch a roof, you patch a roof, and okay. the roof should work. And if you don't have evidence that there's yeah, something yeah, else yeah. wrong, then what you get is the money for the patched roof. You don't get a perspective, oh, well, I don't know, I want to change half my roof. That's not how it works, no, okay? Understandable. One, I, there's no more talking on your part, okay. or I'll be talking to the air no, in a okay. minute, okay? Two, it is very obvious to me from these pictures that she is either deliberately or accidentally, either way, right, moving, mean. scratching the court, the, the couch back and forth, and in so doing, ripped the, the radiator away from the wall. The, it couldn't be more obvious to me. So I am ordering her to pay you 
Do you have evidence that it's $1,800 to repair yeah, that floor? Yeah, I gave you the, um, the well, estimate. You're putting there, in a whole uh, new floor or repairing well, it? He has to do the floor because it's all over the floor. You know, he was the guy when the yeah, gentleman came It's in came a lot of places. It's not just behind the couch, it's right, all over right, the place. Exactly. I am awarding you the $300 for the patch and the, and the bring down. I am awarding you the $1,800 for the floor. That is a total of $2,100. That is what I am awarding you, okay? okay? On her counterclaim against you for lost wages and harassment, that's zero. Okay, you got, we also got to do our job even though people bother us. Okay, no, good luck. No, thank you. <laughs> well, the defendant was ordered out of the courtroom. She has left the courthouse. Uh, you heard what the judge ordered? Yes. What do you think? You, know, you didn't get I, any near what you were wanted. No, def well, definitely, you know, I, um, there's so much more and you don't get a chance to use it all because I understand, you know, time is a... Uh, of the essence here, but I do appreciate Judge Millian seeing through her, you know. Well, this is quite a situation. She's yes, still there. What she's are you going to do? Absolutely, and she says um, she doesn't have money to, um, to move, move, but yeah. when I, I put the judgment against her, she owed me 5100 yeah. I told her I want the apartment and she can keep it. She told the judge she didn't want to, to keep, she didn't want to. So she wanted to pay the judgment back, so you can't say that, uh, you know, this you is going to be money. continuing. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, good luck. Thank okay. you so much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much. All righty. Uh, kind of a fascinating dispute, Harvey. What do you think? Well, Doug, I mean, they are right. And there is a crime called theft by deception in many states. Sounds like that to me. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the plaintiff, Susan King. She says she moved here from England to take care of her sick uncle, and the defendant, a used car salesman, took advantage of her and sold her a lemon. When she complained to him, he said the car was running fine and maybe the car just didn't like her. She may be new to this country, but she won't be taken advantage of by the likes of him and is here suing for the return of her hard-earned $4,488. This is the defendant, Alfred Del Greco. He says he's done everything possible for this plaintiff. He even swapped out the first car she bought and replaced it with another one to accommodate her large size better. The woman drove that car for a while, then came back to him demanding a refund when there was nothing wrong with that car either. He doesn't know what kind of scam she's trying to pull, but this great country of America has rules and laws, and he feels they're all on his side in this case. He's accused of trying to take advantage. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant sold her a lemon, and he's taking advantage of her because she just came to the U.S. But the defendant says he's bent over backwards for her. He says he had to find a car that fit her large body. It's the case of size matters, so he says. Thank you, Douglas. Susan King, yes. you are suing Island Auto Sales, represented here by Alfred Del Greco. Yes. Are you the owner? Yes. Okay. For $4,488, a refund that, uh, on the amount that you paid for a car that you don't want to keep. 
Yeah. Um, talk to me, what happened? Well, I bought the car about just under six months ago. It was low mileage. Took it home. Um, when I got home, I couldn't lock the car with the key fob. So I asked my friend to try and help me. We tried to do it. We eventually locked it. The next day I drove the car, come home, parked it. I couldn't even get into the car with the key fob or even the key. So we, I called him. He sent out his mechanic. So he got into the car, said I'd have to go back and take it to the garage. So arrange to take the it. The garage would be the auto. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, because, yeah. No, no, it's fabulous. Go ahead. Your yeah. language. Go ahead. Yeah so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I took it and he fixed it, but then I still had problems with the key fob. And then, so at some point you end up deciding that you don't want the car. Well. This is the PT Cruiser. The PT Cruiser, yes. So this, you this bring it in yeah. to him. Yeah. And the two of you negotiate that um, you would take a different car, correct? Yeah. Yes. What car did you end up with? A Ford Escape. All right. And then how did the Ford Escape work out for you? Well, when we went to test drive it, it was vibrating. And we, when we got back, back, he said that he'll get that looked into. When I went to pick up the car, maybe a few days later, um, it's still vibrating. It smelt of oil. So we took it back in. Wait, wait. When you go to pick up the car... Are all those things wrong with it when you're picking it up? Why do you pick it up then? Why don't you leave it there? It wasn't apparent straight away. It was till I drove it like. Okay, so when miles. you picked the car up, it was fine. Yeah. You drove off, and and then when do problems start up? Well, since then it's still vibrating. Um, it was still a smell of oil. So I've since then had a mechanic check it out for me. And what is? So you've had a different mechanic look at it? Yeah, because I was just curious to see that. And what did that mechanic tell you? Well, he said, "What did he say was wrong with it?" The can I... Did he give an estimate? No. No? What, is, what did he say was wrong with it? Go ahead. Actually, what he said is that the, it has an oil leak, and it smells like the head gasket, when the head gasket's bad, when the oil runs down. That's what it smells like. I know a little bit. Right. But and, then, um, so what does it and, cost uh, to fix? Because if there's a... If, see, if you buy a car and there's something wrong with it, and you feel that that's something they have to pay for, then it's how do we repair the car? That's the measure of damages, not... I want to, I, I, I'm giving you your car back, take it back. I've driven it for how many months have you been driving it? No, I hadn't been, I've only been driving that a few weeks, the Ford Escape. Yeah. All right, let me see what you did get. You you, you were looking down at some document. It's just, it just wrote down what the oh. mechanic said was wrong. That's oh, you don't, have any, you don't have anything from the mechanic that says what, what's wrong? No. Just no. you? Oh. He, he wrote on a piece of paper and just gave it to us. What's going on? I delivered a PT Cruiser to her. The car only has 65,000 miles on it. She drove for a couple of days. She got locked out of the car. We come out. I sent somebody out to Eastport. It was an hour and a half round trip. I had to pay the mechanic to go out there, get her into the car, tell her, bring it back. We'll take care of it, whatever it is, which we did. What was it? It was uh, a lock actuator. And that car electrical. had a warranty, right? Yes. Okay. So when you say I had to send a guy out there, that's your obligation under the warranty, right? Yeah. All right, so let, let's talk about the second car, okay? Because you trade in the first car, and then you get the second car. Is there paperwork from the second car? Yeah. May I see it? You too. The Ford Escape had how many miles? 120,000. All right, so there's no warranty on the Ford Escape, correct? Right. Did you buy I mean, a no, warranty? No, no. You are unhappy with the Ford Escape, correct? Yeah. What's wrong with the Ford Escape? Well, it's still vibrating. It smells of oil. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't feel comfy driving it.
Better to buy a car from a private person or a dealer? Let's say a dealership. Because? Uh, it's more trustworthy. What do you say? I think a dealership. Because? Uh, reputation. Although some don't have it, right? Yeah. Okay, going inside the card room. Here's the way it works. Um, a used car sale is an as-is sale. Yeah. Unless somebody makes you a specific warranty. In the state of New York, you have an additional protection as a consumer. If you buy it from an auto sale place like this is, then they're forced to give you certain warranties on certain mileage cars. But all bets are off if a car has over 100,000 miles. They do not have to give any warranty on a car that's over 100,000 miles. So um, when you know he says, it's not my problem, it's not under warranty. Um, he never said that. No? Do you want to put it under warranty? I offered, and she signed a release saying that she didn't want a warranty. No, but do you want to fix the car? I offered to several times. I told her, bring it back. She complained about the brakes. Are you still willing to do that? Yes. Well, I would suggest very strongly that you do it. Because um, I can't force him to take back the car in a situation like this. I can't You're order him to refund the money. You follow? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so on your lawsuit against him, I am ruling in his favor. Um, and if I were you, I wouldn't leave the building without making an appointment to bring the car back. Okay, <laughs> good luck and welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, hold on, please. Both sides. Well, the plaintiff fails to win her lawsuit, Ms. King. Welcome to American <laughs> Justice. <laughs> How long have you been here now? Just over five months. What's your reaction to the case, number one? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Well, you don't get the money. But he did offer to fix the car. Will you take it back to him? No. I'll be going to you won't? No. Why not? What are you going to do? He's had it to no. fix it already. Well, what are you going to do? I'm Pay somebody else to no, fix I'm it? No, I'm going to sell it. I don't want it. I'm going to sell it. You don't want it? You're going to get rid of it? Yeah. Wow. Sorry you're not happy with the car. Sorry it's been a bad day. Okay? Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Goodbye. Nice Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Mr. Del Greco, I must admit, you sound like a very reasonable guy. It sounded to me like you were trying to do whatever you could to help. Oh, yeah, we did everything we could, bent over backwards for her. I loaned her a car uh, while all this was happening, yeah. and she went and got a, a, t a red light ticket for it and refused to pay for that. Well, listen, congratulations. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All righty, thank you. Thank you, sir. Harvey, what do you think? Doug, look, dealers are more expensive than buying from a private party generally, but many states provide protections so that you do have a lemon law in place and other protections and recourse if the car goes bad. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards, Stu Billet production.